0: The veggies affording podcast delivering you veggies for your mind lifestyle and the planet if you are new and this is the first episode you're listening to welcome thank you so much for listening and for those who don't know my name is Emily I'm the host of this podcast I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys on how to build a sustainable wardrobe also side note but I need to share with you guys I Put coconut cream in my coffee this morning. I had a can open from dinner last night, and I don't know why, but I felt like getting really creative this morning. When I was making my coffee, and I put a spoonful of you know that thick coconut cream part that's on top of like the liquid stuff in the can. Well, I put that with a little of the liquid into a saucepan and heated it up, and I frosted it into my coffee with some cinnamon. It was so good better than oat milk it was just so creamy and I'm obsessed with coconut so if you like coconut flavored coffee you have to try this it was so good I might just make this my new ritual and if you end up trying it please let me know how it goes anyway let's get into the episode I'm really excited to share this with you guys. I think it's going to be so helpful to build a more sustainable wardrobe to understand the impact that our clothes have on the planet and ways that we can shop more sustainably. When we think about sustainability and our environmental impact and reducing our carbon footprint, it can be very overwhelming. We don't always know where to look or things to watch out for. And once I started learning more about the textile industry and how much it impacts Issues that are going on in the world, such as deforestation, increasing our greenhouse gas emissions, polluting our water, using excessive amounts of water, harsh chemicals, reducing our biodiversity, and on top of all of that, contributing to microplastics in our environment and in our food chains. I'd also just think it's really important to educate yourself because why not know what is going on in the world? Why not know the items that you're buying, what their impact is? and really what the real cost is of that item. Before, when I used to go shopping, I would only look at the price tag and I didn't think of anything else. I didn't understand where it came from, what kind of impact it had, what was going on in the back end of things, like the farming and the agricultural practices and the labor workers. And now when I think about it, I just have a whole new appreciation, understanding of where this item came from and its environmental impact, and I get to decide every time what I want to do that information and how I want to spend my money and what I want to be either investing in and supporting or boycotting and trying to lessen the demand. Fast fashion right now is a huge topic that people are coming more and more aware of. People are talking about it. There's a lot of people trying to advocate against fast fashion, and I think the issue around fast fashion is that there's just no end in sight. The trends are always changing. The latest look is always changing. You're always trying to buy that next best thing. And for whatever psychological reasons that can come of, that's like a whole nother topic of, you know, just consumerism and always needing more and more, never being satisfied. But with fast fashion, I think that, there is a way that you can enjoy fashion and expressing yourself and buying beautiful pieces and dressing how you want to dress that does not negatively impact the environment and that you can do more sustainably and with fast fashion always having a new trend a new season there's just so much that is being produced and at such a fast rate And often it's very cheaply made, and so the items don't last long. They're getting thrown out, you get bored of them, and sometimes the trends don't stick. And next thing you know, there's a new season, there's a new look that you want to achieve. And so, from an economical standpoint, this is amazing. This is helping companies grow, create profits, revenue. You're always getting hooked because you need to buy the next look, the next best thing that just came out and from an environmental standpoint this is so damaging on the environment this means that more land has to be carved out so we can create more materials this means that more energy is being used more carbon is being released into the atmosphere and it uses up a ton of water there's so much water that goes into creating clothes for example a pair of jeans and a t-shirt made out of cotton uses 20,000 liters of water so the main point of all of this and what I'm trying to get across is that there is a large, larger cost than just what we see on the price tag. There is a large environmental cost, a social cost, and a sustainable cost when it comes to the items that we buy, and the textile industry. I hope that this episode helps us become more aware of that, streamline the buying choices that we have and think about, and overall reduce our waste, reduce our carbon footprint, reduce our need to always be looking to buy something as opposed to just looking at what we already have and finding alternative ways to reduce the demands of fast fashion and to invest in high quality items that will serve us for a long time. So today's episode is going to be about how to build a sustainable wardrobe and things that you can do that over time will help to reduce your environmental impact and become more aware of the items that you are buying. I did a reel about this on my Instagram, you can find that at Veggies before Noon, and that's basically the short, condensed version of what this episode is going to be about, and I'm also going to give you a little bit more information about where our clothes come from and the harmful effects about what the items are actually made out of. So the first thing that I just want to say is, unfortunately, the most sustainable thing that you can do is not buy anything, because there's already so much out there, and There's so much energy and water and pollution that gets accumulated when we are producing clothing that if you really do want to reduce your impact, the best thing that you can do is just to not buy anything. Of course that's a little bit unrealistic and I really do recognize that. So this is going to be about how you can shop more sustainable and become more aware of your impact and make better choices. So the number one thing that I recommend is trying to buy it secondhand first. My favorite place to shop secondhand is online on Facebook Marketplace because you can just type in keywords of what you're looking for, whether it's a size, a color, a brand, a specific item. You just type it into the search bar and then everything that people have posted that match that description will show up. You can also change your location and how far the distance is so it really does help you narrow down your choices and you can pick the best place to go and find it often a lot of these things are basically brand new other people just don't use it they don't wear it and so like the saying goes someone's trash becomes your treasure (laughs) and Another great thing about buying secondhand or shopping secondhand is that you often save so much money. If the item is still brand new, but someone else is selling it at the same price, at least you're saving the tax on it. And again, just know that you're reducing the demand of those items being bought firsthand, and that has such a better environmental impact than if you were to go to the store and buy it off the shelf. Now, I also acknowledge that it's not very realistic to say that A, we're not going to buy anything, or B, you're going to find everything secondhand. So what do we do if we do need to buy something that's brand new? Well, where you buy it is really important. And I want you to know that as a consumer, you have so much power of where you spend your money, and it's so important that you invest it in companies that have ethical practices, high environmental standards, and give back to the community as a consumer we can really shift influence and create more sustainable brands and companies to come forward and to stop practices that are polluting the environment and that are not paying their workers fairly because as a consumer we actually do hold so much power they want us to shop with them if we start to say no i don't shop here because of this and that They will either change or you'll be investing in companies that have great standards and have policies that you are in favor of, and then you're helping them and supporting them and growing that company and business with your money. So the one thing that you can start doing now is to shop from local businesses. When you shop local, you're actually helping that business and you're helping create more of a circular economy, which is that This little business is actually investing back into the community. It's producing things that are a lot smaller of a scale, not taking up large amounts of land, not creating large amounts of pollution and shipping distribution and all that stuff that becomes generated when you are buying things from a large corporation. And they're often paying the workers very low pay. That's why large department stores often have cheap clothing such as Forever 21, H&M, Zara. It is because that they're able to create large amounts at such a low cost as opposed to something that is bought from a secondhand shop or made a lot more sustainably like organic cotton, organic hemp, even linen, those things because they're natural materials and they're made in smaller quantities, they first are higher quality, they also have more sustainable and environmental practices. So when we are buying things, it's important to just understand the bigger picture of like where this item comes from and the impact that it has and what's been going on to be able to produce this item and to get it to where we are now buying it. When we are buying items, I try my best to Google where it's come from, so looking at the brand, looking at the company, seeing if they have any ethical practices or standards, and a lot of the times there can be greenwashing, which is basically when a company has fake advertising and fake marketing, and they try to play off like they're sustainable, maybe they have like a, a green leaf or something that kind of makes you very biased and towards just like at a first glance, thinking that it's environmentally friendly, Um, and the thing that you want to do to just understand that greenwashing a bit further and to catch that greenwashing is to read the tag read the label and look at the materials of the item it's very similar to when we go into the grocery store and we're buying something and we think it's going to be really healthy and you look at the cover let's say it's a granola or something and it says all natural high fiber it says whole grains and then you look at the ingredients list and the first couple items are fructose corn syrup sugars and you're going through it and you're and you're just thinking how oh, this isn't really what I'm was expecting it to be so it's the same idea with our clothes there can be greenwashing there can be this idea that it's sustainable that it came from a good place but as a consumer we do have to just take that extra step because unfortunately it's not black and white and it's not a straight arrow when it comes to shopping and buying and that's just kind of the way the world's working right now so throw it into a google search see what you can come up with often the company or brand will have a statement or other people will talk about it and then you can also look up the materials and see if it is sustainable, or if it's made with little plastics, take the materials that you see listed on the label, put it into Google, and see what it says. So things like acrylic, polyester, nylon, rayon, which is also called viscose, those items have microplastics embedded in them, and they're often formed by a lot of intensive energy processes that have created that are dry from oil and they have created plastics and into a material that can be used to make clothing. And the reason why this is harmful and the reason why it's so important to be aware of this is because when we wash and wear our clothes, we're actually shedding little tiny microplastics when we wear items made out of these materials. And when we're washing them in the wash, they actually go right through the filter system and they'll end up in the ocean. They'll end up in lakes, in rivers, in the soil. And this is how little microplastics will enter our food chain because the fish will start to eat it, the animals will start to eat it, and then little microplastics are just being accumulated and recycled through our water systems. If you ever hear about people saying we're eating plastic or anything like that, I think I have posted about it once on my story. This is kind of the idea of how it starts because if fish is eating plastic and we're eating fish, or if animals are eating water or drinking water um, and eating soil from crops or whatnot that have little plastics in it, this and then we eat those animals, we eat the fish, we drink the water, it has the same effect. And the reason why it's kind of scary is because, like I said, these are such small microfibers, microplastics, that they just go right through the filtration system because we do have filter systems. Of course we do. But these things are just so tiny, they go through, but they they accumulate. So if there's one thing that you want to stop doing, I would say stop buying clothes that have plastics in it. But I'll tell you, it is really, really difficult. And it's not easy because so many things have plastics in it. Um, If you are buying things that have plastics in it, buy things that have recyclable plastics and try to reduce the amount of plastic items that you are buying. Like I said, less is more. We already have so much and that's why I really strongly suggest starting to buy from companies and brands that don't use microplastics in their materials and start to buy items and invest in companies and businesses and invest in your wardrobe that is plastic free. So when we think about how we can start to build a sustainable wardrobe and invest in pieces that are reducing our carbon footprint, being less harmful to the environment, and overall just having a better environmental impact, whether the item is made from natural materials, it comes from a ethical brand, a company that uses sustainability practices, reduces their plastics, things that you're starting to look out for, quality is better than quantity so when you're thinking about buying an item it might be more expensive than you usually would purchase but knowing that this has a lot more value attached to it and the quality of the item is also a lot more significant it'll last longer it'll probably feel better it'll be healthier for your skin and you can often resell this item too And I think that's one way that fast fashion can start to diminish is as we buy higher quality items, we can resell those items. And there's a lot of really great secondhand places too, such as Poshmark and other high chain, or I should say high brand secondhand places that are selling labels and brands. And so That way you're getting some return on the products because I understand like, you know, sometimes you just don't wear everything forever or every day or you do get bored of it or it doesn't fit you anymore. Let's say your body's changing or your lifestyle's changing, things happen. And we shouldn't be tied to one item of clothing, but knowing that there's a return on this that you can possibly trade it in, sell it, get some money back for it, and I think that also makes you just buy it with intention and think about the quality of the item and the purpose that it's going to serve in your wardrobe and in your life as opposed to just having a throw it away mentality and once you use it and it doesn't really work anymore or you don't like it, you just end up throwing it out because it didn't cost you a lot to buy it, there was no real value in it and it doesn't really mean anything to you or make a difference. And I have tried thinking about that when I'm purchasing my stuff now because I have so often bought things just for one event, one night out, or even just for a little bit and then I get sick of it. And now when I buy things, I really do try to think about the color, the fit, the style. What do I like about this? Does it go with my wardrobe? Can I wear other things? Can I layer this item? Will I wear it in years to come because of the way that it looks or the style or the color? Can I even just like resell this item afterwards? If there's things that you can buy and wear for a little bit and you don't necessarily love anymore, but it's made from a high quality brand with high quality materials, it'll be something that other people will be able to use after and or after you and so that you can just resell it. I think about that too. Is there a return cost on this item? So when we think about how to reduce our carbon footprint and why, that, why this matters so much, why it's important to build a sustainable wardrobe and think about ways that you can reduce your impact through your clothing. And when we think about our global footprint, the textile production produces an estimated of 1.2 billion tons of CO2 equivalent per year. So per year, 1.2 billion tons of CO2 And that is more than international flights and maritime shipping combined. So for people who are trying to reduce their carbon footprint, maybe you don't travel as much, maybe when you are shipping things overseas or buying things, you use maritime shipping. What you're actually buying has a larger impact than traveling. And I think that's something to just remember because there's so much emphasis on travel. But when you think about how clothing itself has its own carbon footprint and by 2050 the textile industry is being projected to be using more than a quarter of the global carbon budget that's been associated with a two degrees temperature rise so basically by 2050 the whole entire world has a hopeful limitation of not increasing our carbon footprint by two degrees celsius However, so we have a budget, basically, of how many emissions were allocated to, to burn without going over 2 degrees Celsius, because 2 degrees Celsius has been shown to have catastrophic implications for our planet, and the industry of textiles is going to be using more than a quarter of that budget. That is wild, and I think that's definitely something to think about when we are buying things, because, like I said, do we really need that item? Is there another way we can get it? And by 2030, so that's in about nine years, the textile industry is projected to use 35% more land for production. That's been estimated to be about 115 million hectares. And I want to think about how that is a huge amount of land that could be used to grow food, to preserve biodiversity and our forests and ecosystems, but instead it's going to be carved out and put into a textile industry and unfortunately so the fast fashion industry has been said to be draining the world's water resources something like 32 million olympic-sized swimming pools of fresh water are used every year to create the amount of fast fashion that we are now seeing and that is so shocking to me because fresh water and water itself is such an important valuable resource that we don't have enough of that is subjected to scarcity and limitations another thing about fresh water and cotton as well because I think a lot of people think when they read cotton that's so great but cotton uses actually a lot of water to grow the cotton so the best type of cotton to actually be buying is recycled cotton and on top of that organic recycled cotton because again like we know if it's not saying organic it's often heavily sprayed with pesticides and chemicals and been used with dyes that are toxic and harmful not just for us when we wear the clothing but also to the farmers and the people who have made your clothing all right guys i know i shared a ton of information and This probably wasn't the shortest episode, but I really hope that it leaves you feeling a lot more informed and motivated to build a more sustainable wardrobe, think about your items differently and the impacts that they could have. There was a lot to unpack here, but just remember that building a sustainable wardrobe is easy. All you have to do is take the pressure off of having to have the next best thing, reduce your waste, think about the life cycle, the lifespan of this garment, and how long you're going to have it for. Shop secondhand. Read the labels and look for the materials that are stated in the labels. And if you don't know what it is, or if it's good or bad, or if it has plastic, type it into Google. See what it, what you can come up with. Think about quality over quantity. And also, another note here is take inventory of what you already have in your closet. So often I buy things that I already have, so just remember what you have because often we have probably, like I said, so much. And also, let's not think that it's weird or it's not cool to rewear your outfits and post pictures in it or see maybe the same people in your clothes. I mean these are your clothes, you own them, you buy them, you obviously like them. Why do we have to have so many different versions of outfits? I also just say, yeah, I get that. Having a love for fashion and wanting to express yourself, I get that. But I think it's also just we have a personal responsibility to be aware of our choices and our impact, and that is what this episode's all about. Not trying to sit here, tell you guys what to do, not to shop, etc. Just trying to say, be aware of what the implications are and how you can make a difference and things that can be a lot more beneficial to not just you but also to the planet all right guys that is everything I seriously need to go drink some water my throat is getting very dry I hope you guys like the episode thank you so much for listening if you liked it or thought it was helpful please share it with a friend together we can stop fast fashion and I hope you guys all have a fantastic day until next time bye